Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture Inna alhamdulillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu نعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ليهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين I praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's the only one worthy of praise I seek his help, his guidance and his forgiveness I believe in him and I trust him. I seek refuge in Almighty Allah from the evil of our passions. Indeed, whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides him to Al-Islam, no one can mislead him after Allah. And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him astray, no one can guide him after Allah. I testify, O believe, that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen. And I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets. O Muslims, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah, which is the Quran. The best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is his sunnah. The words of all affairs is innovation and addition to the religion of Al-Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Al-Islam will lead to hellfire. I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to have the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of your ability. Fear Allah, the taqwa of Allah, and don't die unless you are in a state of Al-Islam. As for what comes after this, we are here standing 
watching our guest, our visitor, the month of Ramadan to depart from our midst. With the happiness, we welcome Ramadan. With the pleasure, we have a smile in our faces for the coming of Ramadan. And Ramadan is about to depart. And is a lot to say, especially that this is the month of Taqwa. This is the month of the Quran. This is the month of mercy. This is the month of forgiveness. This is the month which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had selected and revealed the Quran during it. So to talk about Ramadan is a lot. But since we about watching the departure of Ramadan, we need to limit our talk about the last 10 days. And also we would like to talk specifically about Laylatul Qadr. And also we need to talk about the Dua. So with the departure of Ramadan, a lot of thoughts, and a lot to be said, and a lot to be done. Nevertheless, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had told us, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنا أنزلناه في ليلة القدر وما أدراك ما ليلة القدر ليلة القدر خير من ألف شهر تنزل الملائكة والروح فيها بإذن ربهم من كل أمر سلام هي حتى مطلع الفجر The surah starting by saying إنا And the pronoun here is referring to Almighty Allah so it's not a talk of magician, it's not an ancient stories, it's not anything, it's only the words of Allah. Allah is saying, I, and here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, Inna, verily we reveal it. So when we talk about Allah, why are we talking here about Allah and say, Inna anzannahu? Because the greatness of Almighty Allah. And as we understand, there is nothing greater than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if Allah is the one who sends the Quran, this it told you, it telling you something about the greatness of this book. Is Allah His words? This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke. And this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed and what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down. The greatness of the Quran comes as the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if you know how much Almighty Allah is, now you know how great the Quran is. Why not? And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't only make it a mere book, but He made it a book for a challenge. Not for the Bedouin people. Not for the desert people, not for the Arab people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it a challenge for all mankind in addition to this 
Allah make it a challenge for the jinn and the ins. By Allah, if we know how great is the Quran, if we really realize what we've been blessed with, we will put all our energy, all our time in this book to understand it, to comprehend it, to test it, to reflect on it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it ayat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it miracles. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it signs. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it to be a challenge for everybody. And no one can meet the challenge. Not individual, not a community, not a society, not in the past, not in the present, neither in the future. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, I reveal it. I send it. I spoke it. How you can challenge Allah? How much time we put time behind a frog, behind a mice, behind this and that, try to make certain experiments. And we have a book which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala challenge everybody. The engineering, the doctor, the science, everyone, even the jinn which is behind the unseen. Allah made a challenge. How much we put time and money and energy behind a mice, behind a rat, behind a frog, try to understand something about it or getting some some cure for some illness, which is good, but what deserve more than putting time in a frog and a rat, the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah, how much the people spend from time and money behind a rat for a cure. What is the cure? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it shifa, lima sudur, make it a healing to the hearts. And the most important thing is the heart. And if the heart is not good, what else can be good? As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had told us, Allah inna fil jasadi mudghah. إذا صلحت صلح سائر الجسد كله وإذا فسدت فسد سائر الجسد كله ألا وهي القلب Indeed there is a piece of flesh in the body If it's good the whole body will be good And if it's corrupted And we seek Allah's protection that our hearts to be corrupted As the Prophet said And this piece of flesh If it's corrupted the whole body is corrupted The mind will be corrupted the eye, the sight, the hearing, everything will be corrupted. Indeed, this is the heart. The cure came from Allah. Not from a rat, not behind a frog. It's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and came directly to the most important organ of a human being is the heart. For the shirk before anything else. For those people who claim that Allah has a son. For those people they think that can compete and challenge Allah in his law. Shifa'un lima sudur, A healing to what's in the heart. If you could not cure your heart, so forget it. If the heart could not be cleaned good from the shirk. And thinking that the power in your hand or the power in the society or the, the power in the constitution you lost the whole battle. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Inna anzalnahu. And here another a point to reflect. 
when Allah said, Inna anzalnahu, the pronoun again, the Quran is not mentioned. He said, indeed we had revealed it. What is it? Because there is no need to say the name. It's obvious. Because if you don't know the Quran, you know nothing. If you are not going to open your eyes to the Quran, what else are you going to open your eyes for? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, indeed we have revealed it. Why he hide? Why he didn't say the Quran? Because it's so obvious. What else can deserve that Allah speak with it? What else worthy of the angel Gabriel to come down with it? What else is worthy more than the words of Allah for the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu to receive it? What else can be worthy if it's not the Quran? So if you don't know the Quran, and if the Quran is not in your heart, and if the Quran is not your guidance, you have no guidance. You have no understanding about anything. And if the Quran is not your direction, you have no direction. Indeed, we have revealed it in the night of power, the night of decree, the night of mighty. This is the night of Qadr, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes the taqdeer. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send all the things that he had wrote down 50,000 years before the creation and the, of the heaven and the earth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote everything down. And rufi'at al-aqlam wa jaffat al-suhuf. The pen been lifted and the pages been dry. What been written for you is already, it's too late. To even think about it. Submit. Submit to Allah. Accept Allah. Accept the decree of Allah. Live with it. Open your heart to the decree of Allah. And believe in Him that He is Rahman. And He is Rahim. The most compassionate. The most merciful. And that He is Alim. He is knowing. And He also has the wisdom. Allah doesn't decree anything for nothing. Allah knows why he made you poor. Allah knows why he make you Muslim. Allah knows why Allah made you single. Allah knows why he decreed for you to be married and have children. Allah knows everything. But for you, احرص على ما ينفعك واستعين بالله ولا تعجز. Be concerned and go after what you think and believe is beneficial for you and don't give up. But in the same time, if something happened, didn't go the way you want it, now give up to the command of Allah. And understand that Allah is above everything, because He is the one who made the Qadr, and He is the one who is going to make sure that the Qadr will take its place. And if Allah decreed for so and so, to be the president, or to be the king, to live or to die, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He knows what He's doing, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will manifest His way. You like it, or you don't like it. You vote, or you don't vote. You go for it, or you don't go. It will take place, because nobody can challenge Allah. Indeed, we had revealed it in the night of Qadr, and also the night of Qadr, because the Qadr and the value of this night is so great that the blessings 
and the reward that you receive from your Lord is so great, it's beyond even talking about it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا لَيْلَةُ what will, how we can take you to realization and to understand how great and how value is that night. But anyway, for your understanding that your Laylatul Qadr, which is the Prophet وسلم, telling us about it in the hadith which he reported by Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu, Man qama Laylatul Qadr, imanan wahtisaban ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min zambi. Subhanallah, what else do you want? If you stand in worship, if you worship in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you doing the best during this night, Laylatul Qadr, all your best sin is forgiven. In addition to this, they say, Laylatul Qadr khayrun min al-fishar. It's not even equal, it's better than a thousand months. That as if you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for 82 years and few months. For one, one night. How Allah great, how Allah is so merciful. Especially to this ummah, the ummah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa that we should be proud that we are part of this ummah, the ummah of Islam. It's been narrated that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa he looked and he see the ages of the other nation so long. They live for hundreds and hundreds of years. And the Prophet ﷺ always concerned about his followers, always concerned about his nations, always concerned about the Muslims. The Prophet ﷺ, he felt bad. Those people been taken all these years. Some of them live for 400, 500 years, all these things. But his ummah, 60 years, 70 years, 80 years, and after this die. How much he can do? How much he can do in this? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was so merciful to us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his nation with Laylatul Qadr, which comes every year. Every year. So if you catch it for one time out of your life, Two times, five times, you can see that he didn't live as long as the other nations before, but he's still been blessed, and you get reward more than them. Laylatul Qadr khayrun min al-fishar is much better than a thousand months. In that night, in that night, the nazzalul malaikah, the angels will be coming down. The mercy, the blessings, the rahmah, the tranquility, everything in that night will be peace. Will be peace. In addition to the angels, the angel Gibril alayhi salam, or ruhu fiha, bi'izni rabbihim min kulli amr, salamun hiya, hatta matla'i al-fajr. I would say to you, my brothers and sisters in al-Islam, congratulations for you for being members of the Muslim ummah. Congratulations for you for being living during Ramadan. And congratulations for you for being in the last 10 days. So it's for us to struggle and to try to be in the mosque. To pray the Isha in Jama'ah. To pray Fajr in Jama'ah. 
to make Salat al-Qiyam, to read the Qur'an, to try to do the best that we can, and stand asking and calling in Allah, and even if you can, cry and beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was so active in worship, and he is in Ramadan more active than any other time. And when it's the last 10 days, comes the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam more active. And it came in the hadith which reported by Aisha radiallahu anha, كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ إِذَا دَخَلَ الْعَشْرُ الْأَوَاخِرُ مِنْ رَمَضَانِ أَحْيَى اللَّيْلِ وَأَيْقَذَ أَهْلَهِ وَشَدَّ وَشَدَّ الْمِئْذَرِ The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when the last 10 days approach, now the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam more active in ibadah. More active in ibadah. And he spent most of the night in prayer, in reciting of the Quran. And in addition to this, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu he waking up his family. It's not only you. You have to be concerned about your wife. You have to be concerned about your children. Let them be part of the blessings. Let them be part of receiving the mercy. Don't to go to the mosque and for them watching TV. Don't go to the mosque for Fajr and they sleep and they don't make share. Be concerned. Think about your family. Not only what they're going to wear for Eid, because as they said, ليس العيد لمن لبس الجديد ولكن العيد لمن خاف الوعيد. Eid and the feast is not for the one who wearing the new clothes. But the Eid and the feast and the happiness and the joys for the one who fears the day of a judgment. We think a lot about what kind of shoes, what kind of hijab, what kind of overgarment because the Eid is coming. We're spending the money. Alhamdulillah. But what about Ramadan? What about Laylatul Qadr? What about the last 10 days? Who worry about it? Who's thinking about it? What garment I'm going to wear, what suit, what kind of tie. Ramadan is about to leave. We are living the last 10 days of Ramadan. The odd numbers of Ramadan already had approached and one of them gone already. And tonight will be the second night for the odd number night, which the Prophet ﷺ had encouraged us to search for the night of Qadr, Laylatul Qadr, in this day. The Prophet ﷺ كان يشتهد في رمضان ما لا يشتهد في غيره وفي العشر الأواخر منه ما لم يشتهد في غيره رواه مسلم. The Prophet ﷺ used to thrive more in worship during Ramadan than he strove in any other time of the year. And he would devote himself more in the worship of Allah in the last ten nights of Ramadan than he strove in the earlier part of Ramadan. Again, my brothers and sisters in Islam, I remind myself as well as you that we already in the month of Ramadan. We already seen goodbye to Ramadan. Allah knows best if we want to see Ramadan again or not. If we want to be living for the next year or not. Ramadan is about to leave. And tonight is the second night for the odd numbers. Is not too much left for Ramadan. Let's try to focus.
Let's try to focus and to try to get the blessings of Ramadan before we turn to the right and left and say Ramadan is gone. The Prophet said, تحروا ليلة القدر في الوتر من العشق الأواخر من رمضان The Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said You used to observe اعتكاف in the last 10 days of Ramadan and say Seek ليلة القدر The night of decree in the odd nights of the last 10 nights of Ramadan Some Muslims they did not understand what does it mean. So they go in the day of 27 as example, or the day of 25th as example, and they start making a lot of worship reciting Quran. The Prophet says the night, the ad night, and the night comes before the day. So today as example is going to be an odd number. It's not going to say today is the 23rd the 22nd of Ramadan is the 22nd of Ramadan but this supposed to be tonight what? the 23rd night because the night comes first so if you want to be more active you're active in the night which is before the odd number and I beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgiveness for me and you and all the Muslims that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us all with the Laylatul Qadr and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us among those people that have been blessed with the forgiveness in Ramadan. Ameen. الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على النبي المصطفى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم Is a lot my brothers and sisters that we need to talk about Ramadan but as you know the khutbah is limited but number one I would like to remind you for those brothers who start writing a check for the cattle fitr it's too early to give the cattle fitr now. This is not the sunnah. This is not the way of the Prophet or the way of the Sahaba. You may give it two nights before the Eid, but not now. The brother who gave me a check for the fitra, I hold it. Please don't give fitra now. This is not the proper way. Secondly, we keep in mind about Laylatul Qadr. What we, one of the most important things, the dua and supplicating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in addition to praying Isha in jama'ah and Fajr in jama'ah and Qiyam al-Layl. Aisha radiallahu anha, she said, Qultu ya Rasulallah, ara'ayta in alimtu ayya laylatin laylatul qadr, ma aqulu fiha? Qala quuli, Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, O Messenger of Allah, if I realize Laylatul Qadr, what should I supplicate in it? See, the concern of the wife. The concern of the wife, not about a new garment. It's nothing wrong to have a new garment, but there is priority, especially in Ramadan. O Prophet of Allah, if I get to the sensation and the feeling of Laylatul Qadr, 
what I supposed to do, what I supposed to say. This the concern of the wife of the Prophet What I should supplicate in it? He is the Prophet reply. You should supplicate Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni. Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni. Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni. Oh Allah, you are most forgiving and you love forgiveness, so forgive me. Before I close, I want to get your attention, my dear respected brothers and sisters and children. The hadith which reported by Ubadah ibn Samit, may Allah be pleased with him. That Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kharaja yukhbiru bilaylatil qadr. Fatalaha rajulayni minal rajulani minal muslimin. Fakala inni kharajtu luukhbirukum bilaylatil qadr. وَإِنَّهُ تَلَاحَ فُلَانَ وَفُلَانَ فَرُفِعَكَ The Prophet ﷺ came to tell the Sahaba about Laylatul Qadr. When? When the Prophet ﷺ came out, he found two Muslims arguing, debating, about to fight. So Laylatul Qadr رُفِعَكَ The Prophet ﷺ being, Allah caused him to forget as a result of what had happened. It's so bad and it's so dangerous and it's so serious for our living and for the hereafter that will be fighting, that will be arguing, debating with each other, splitting from one another, backbiting one another. All these things bring about animosity. Islam teaches us to love one another, to care for one another, to assist one another. We have to try to learn how to forgo. We have to learn how to stop arguing and debating with one another. We are not supposed to be boycotting one another. Enough is enough. What you see is overseas, between countries and nations, is nothing except a magnified glass to what's happening in a small community like this. Things start small like this. If we are a Muslim community in a mosque, or in a town, in a city, we are a small picture for the big picture of the Muslim Ummah. We have to understand how to be easy with each other. Only because some people, they disputing with one another, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took the knowledge of Laylatul Qadr, who answered specifically, and now for you to go and search for it. So we have to understand the seriousness of this matter, my dear respected brothers and sisters, inshallah. Lastly and not least, or least and not lastly, however you say it, I want to bring your attention, especially in Ramadan we see more Muslims than any other time. There is a serious problem happening. And this, we have every year an average of 15 Shahada, an average of 15 new Shahada at least. I'm not going to tell you that every other week or every week we have somebody talking Shahada and become Muslim, but I will say at least, at least a minimum of one person, male or female, become a Muslim every month. And guess what happened to those people? Slowly, slowly, and surely they will disappear.
And I know the fault will fall in me first. But I want to let you know that you share this with me. You are not exempt. I'm not a superman, neither am I a super imam. And each one of us carry part of this responsibility. Brothers and sisters, I almost swear to you, I could not remember how many people been passed in front of my eyes in the last 24 years that I've been in Colombia in the same spot. And in addition to this, every year you have at least 10 people get released from the prison. We're talking about Muslims. So you're talking about additional minimum of 25, 2,000 people being added to the community every year. Where they are? Nobody know. Nobody know. Because me and you, we are not doing our work. At least a picking up a phone. Brother, what happened? I didn't see you. Everybody get heavy when we say to you, brother, so, so, mashallah, take beer, shahad, take beer. He took shahad, or she took shahad. The next thing, all this take beer, goes away. Nothing more than take beer, give him a hug, happy, and this is the end of the story. Brothers and sisters, we have a responsibility towards these people. At least a visit, at least a phone call. At least we try to see what is going in their life and try to invite them to come back to the mosque. Even if they're standing in the corner, doing whatever they're doing. Doing whatever they're doing. Doesn't matter. You recognize him. And I can tell you the last and the fresh incident happened to me. 5.15 I'm walking. I see four people, which two of them smoking reef and cursing all kind of what. And I... Brother, Imam, I look and I say, Brother, what are you doing? Come on, man, come on, let's walk. And here's the brother come and they pray Fajr with me. What a Muslim 5.15 in the morning sitting on the Greyhound bus station with people smoking reef and Allah knows best if he sold it to them or whatever. I don't care what he was doing. I tried to talk to him. Alhamdulillah, he came and he made Fajr. Wallahi, brothers, it's so sad that people disappear. Brothers and sisters, every year a minimum of 25 people between new Muslims and people that released from the prison, they disappear. We have to do something about it. We have to start to contribute something towards the Muslims. We could not live all our life for our own sake. My job, my school, my house, my car, I, I, I. We have to start to think about we. We have to start to take I and change it to we, even if it's little bit. And this is part of the security. Teach us how to be considerate of us, which we can talk about it, inshallah, next Jum'ah. There's a lot we can say about Ramadan, the last 10 days, and about the fasting. But alhamdulillah, that Allah bless us, that we have the mosque open, we have the books, we have the library, we have states, we have brothers giving classes and sisters giving classes 
for those who want to hear more, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all. May Allah accept your fasting. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept your fasting. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept your good deeds. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this month a month of forgiveness for all the Muslims. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send his mercy on the bond all the Muslims. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save the lives of the Muslims everywhere. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyadh, 11457, Saudi Arabia. Phone, 445-4900. Also, 491-6065. Fax, 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.